everywhere. Like they want the cloud. They want to, oh, I'm doing such a great thing. Why are you not doing it here for our, for our children? I could, I could kind of answer that question. If you actually, you know, look at history of all the black people who have actually spoke up, you know, all the black leaders who actually spoke up and, you know, fought for the equal rights and better treatment of black people, such as Malcolm X, uh, Martin Luther King, Marcus Garvey, you know what I'm saying? Those individuals, you know, they risked their life for it. And in return, they were killed. You see what I'm saying? They were either killed or they were embarrassed. You see what I'm saying? Uh, if you were to try to build American black people, the government, I mean, not the government, the, the system would literally go after you. You see what I'm saying? So you can't really be like, oh, I'm, I'm fighting for black people. I'm doing this. I'm doing that because they're going to try to find that hole to you know what I'm saying? That to get at to get at you. You know what I'm saying? There is no building. If you're a billionaire, stay a billionaire. But you can't build up black people. You know what I'm saying? If you're a billionaire, if you're a black billionaire. You know what I'm saying? They just gotta go get it their own. You know? And that's just proven fact. You know, you've had all these people who try to build us up, try to educate us. And what happened? Dr. Sibby. See what happened. Murdered. So, black, the only way black people can come up if they go and seek the knowledge and build on their own family individually. You know, we don't need no leaders. You know, these billionaires, they did it their own. They, you know, they, they got the choice, they, you know, whatever they want to do. They can be silent partners and stuff at it, but the best way black people can do it is say we do it on our own. Need a community though. We need a community, man. We gotta come together. We stronger. We stronger together. I understand that, but don't put no name on it. You know what I'm saying? Because the media go twist and turn it around and be like, "Oh, that's a game." You see what I'm saying? Look at how they did the Black Panther Party. The Black Panther Party was like, "We are a, a organization, a violent organization, who standing, you know, who standing our grounds. We educate our black brothers and sisters. This is the rights for this and that." You see how that that got dismantled. That ended in the bloodbath. And I'm gonna tell you this: another another thing, and another way to fix this is we have access to media. And you guys know how important media is. Mm -hmm. How easy it is to share. How easy it is for something to go viral on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You all of that. We have. On this podcast, we have direct access to that thing. We can change the narrative through media. Media is like one of the most important things that we have access to. And we start putting out music videos, movies, the whole nine about positive black people doing positive things. That's how you change the narrative. You get people back to where we used to be, closer together. You know how hard it is to fight a group of people that are together, everybody got everybody's back. You know how many black people is on earth? If we all come together, it don't matter, man. It and I'm I'm gonna say this, and it, no disrespect to to the uh, to the white people out there, 
but they've been saying that white people have basically been dying off, right? White people have been mixing their DNA with, with black people, Asian people, and all the other stuff. So come on, man. That black gene is dominant. We have a dominant gene. It's more and more of us being made each and every day. If we all come together, it's going to be impossible to break that up. The community. But understand this, too. When they, when the enemy recognizes that, they're gonna throw it. They're gonna throw a, a monkey wrench at it. So you seen how when we had civil rights movement and Black Panthers movement, Black people were together. You mm. know what I'm we were becoming a powerful entity. You see what I'm saying? We was gonna start owning our own businesses and start, you know, doing right for one another. And what they do to us? They do the crack epidemic at us. Say, for instance, you have. Mm-hmm. 100 black people in a room. Facts. You got 50 or 25 white people in the room. Okay. All those black people start individual fires each and everywhere they go. Okay. You know how hard it is going to be to put out those individual individual fires if it if it keep catching from one place to the next, it's impossible. Yeah, so the more right. the more of us that get on board with this thing, the harder and the, and more impossible it's going to be to break that up. So the more of us that jump on board, the harder it is going to be for them to stop what we're doing. That's what I'm saying. I understand that. But if you remember the crack epidemic, all of those drug dealers, they were brilliant businessmen. You know what I'm saying? That was turned the opposite way. We were on our way up. We were elevating. And they threw crack at us. You know what I'm saying? They always throw a distraction at us. They don't want us to progress. They want us to be at the bottom so they can stay at the top. But we're smarter individuals now. We are. Mm-hmm. We are. But nowadays, because of a lot of things that have been implemented and have been here now for so long, um, even within different systems and things of that nature, um, now that those things have taken place, people are prisoners in their own mind. So again, it's still um, it, in order to root out these things. Is going to take a lot of endurance and a lot of um, pushing forward and actually wanting to put the work in and build that because at the end of the day, I mean, even in slavery, pe- black people didn't like black people just because of their skin tone and one might work at, at the house because they lighter than the other. Then whenever that started decreasing and there was no longer slavery, then it was if you were darker than a brown paper bag, you couldn't get in certain places, you know. And even now and today in year 2021, people still tear tear each other down because of um, how they look, even if they got the same color, shade, whatever it is. And until until everyone stops trying to tear each other down and start looking at ways to actually build like everyone's saying here tonight on the panel is we can't get. But so far um, it's going to take it takes a village and. People have uh, deteriorated from a lot of those morals and those values and those being implemented. So unless there's a group of people that are in communities that are willing to do that and be that example and show those things and really um, push forward and allow that to be something that is contagious and start spreading, um, pretty much like KD saying like wildfire is that you're not going to see anything different. Cause I mean, you might see, say if they did that in, in, in Charlotte, but then you got 
way across over in um, Jersey, and it's two different things. Charlotte, they've built this up and have a village and a community, and they're doing things. But Jersey's like, oh, this is great. And, you know, but how are we going to do this? We don't have these same type of people here. Or nobody here really wants to do certain things like that. Because some people say they want it, and then when they start working on it, they're like, oh, wait, this is a little too hard. I didn't expect this route. I didn't think we was going to have to do certain stuff. And they may pull out. Like, you have to have people that are very strong-minded to actually help do those things and change stuff. So that's what and I was saying. That's what I was saying about media. That's so because just think about it. How often or how many people have a phone, a tablet, or something? Instant access to social media. Kids, you got kids that's three, four years old. They have instant access to social media. So what we do is. Just like I was telling Devontae today, man, you take whatever positive thing that you got going on and you magnify that damn thing. Focus. I'm talking about zero focus in. Like, I'm just going to take anything that I do, for instance. I can do something small as hell, but you're going to hear about that damn thing on every single last social media platform that I'm on. I don't give a damn how small it is, but you're going to see it so much. You're going to be like, damn, this dude out here getting it. I done reposted the same thing over and over again. We do the exact same thing when it comes to people that do like these type of podcasts, people that's doing something positive. You spread that word through media. If we're doing that through media, we fo- we focus on that. Any any positive thing that's going on, you share that. Share, like, comment. I'm telling you, the YouTube algorithm, Facebook algorithm, people are going to see that. So it's up to us, individuals like us, like doing this podcast, sharing different things on all of these social media platforms. We start these little fires. And I promise you, that thing is going to take hold. You just got to focus focus on that. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to tell you what's funny. So, you know, when all the Black Lives Matter stuff was going on and all the protests and everything, um, where, Bridget, you were saying um, people are a prisoner in their own mind. Like, I am very forespoken when it comes to Black injustice. And uh, just supporting everybody, you know, that's trying to do anything. I don't care. A one girl on my timeline, she was just putting pillows and blankets out and, you know, selling picnic packages, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever you want to do it. If you're trying to do something, my cousin, she's going to nail school, blows my mind. I, I'm so proud of her. Like that type of stuff is definitely what we need to push. But I'm going to tell you, during Black Lives Matter, when I was pushing so much, Black Lives Matter, Black people uh, need to come together. Uh, here's another injustice. Here's another issue. Even those things as well, making sure that we're putting it into the limelight that it's not just, uh, you know, left behind. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, I thought I was going to lose some of my white friends, some of my white customers or other ethnicities. And it's the Black people, my Black friends, that actually unfriended me because I was posting so much about Black Lives Matter, blew my mind. I didn't even know people had unfriended me. And I was just going through to see who I was still friends with. And it was just so funny because they didn't want to see it. You rather see a funny meme or a joke, but you don't want to promote the, the strengthening of your own people. Funny, I lost none of my white friends, none of them. And some of them are very 
uh, very Republican, very uh, high up in the uh, as far as wealth and things like that. And it's so funny, they think like I think, even though they might be Republican or, you know, they're doing stuff for their money, you know, they was behind Trump or whatever, whatever. They see the injustice. They see it. And they'll speak out before some some of our people. So definitely spreading that positivity and just promoting promoting everybody. I, I definitely think that's the way to go. Regardless of what they throw at us, we can't give up. Just like back in the day, you know, black people didn't give up. Even though they say Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves or whatever, whatever. It was us trying to fight against that injustice that gave somebody a thought to say, well, maybe this needs to stop. It's the people in the North who kept coming down to come get slaves that was creating chaos that eventually pushed that narrative to have a war, a civil war. So regardless of what they throw, whether it's crack, whether it's uh, a negativity in the media, it's for us to keep showing that positivity and that, that positive life, regardless. And, and teaching our youth, even if it starts in our family, um, teaching your children, showing them injustices, showing them positive black people doing things, uh, I think it's huge. I think it's huge. And that's that's definitely what we need to highlight. Yeah, Tommy said it best. I freed thousands of slaves. I could have freed thousands more if only they knew they was a slave. Ooh. Good grief. All right. <laughs> So this was a this was a quote from a a married woman. The married woman said, uh, "Women that are married should not have to cook anymore after they get married." Who said that? Women that are ma- a married woman said, <laughs> "Women that are married shouldn't have to cook anymore." I cooked, I cooked and I did everything that I needed to do to get the man. She bumped the head. She got a concussion. Don't, don't. Did Cardi B say that? What y'all don't eat? Oh, yeah, Cardi B did say that. I cook. I, I don't cook. I don't she said she don't cook. She don't clean, but she still got the ring or something crazy. Right. That's, that's what she sound like. But she already said she wasn't doing it at all. So this goes back to earlier when we said people put on a persona or put something into place. Until they get what they want. Mm-hmm. But also, if you took a her though, cleaning up, she had a room in her hand sweeping. He took a picture of me trying to be funny. <laughs> oh, gosh, she cleaning up over here. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. But you, that that makes no sense to me. What what people have to realize, one is, if you don't know how to cook, you need to know how to cook for yourself, regardless, woman or male. But if you are married. Then you know whether y'all both are cooking or whatever. Your wife should know how to cook food. Somebody got to cook the meal, especially if the husband out working and he working long hours and everything else. You need to know how to cook, but you can't um, you can't do something in the beginning and then turn around and not do it later. If that's the case, then a lot of things and a lot of your standards and expectations are gonna go out the window because. You started slacking on your behalf. So whatever you do going into the relationship that is a plus, you need to keep going forward and moving forward being married. Anything that is a negative or that you need to grow and build on, grow and build on. The negative, throw it out the window. 
but don't take away any good assets and attributes just because you said I do. Yeah, man, I'm going to tell you it's crazy because y'all know I, I actually have a few guys that I'm cool with and they make well over $200,000. And a few of them have said, we actually spoke about this and they, they, they told me it was cool for me to talk about it on the podcast. After one or two children, their wife stopped having sex with them. It's done been two, three, and five years. No sex. <laughs> Haven't even well, touched it. Huh? There's, there's some other underlying issues there. I ain't believing it's all a woman. Because men start getting carried away doing their own stuff for work. And if that woman is at home doing everything she's supposed to do and taking care of those children, and she's not being acknowledged and appreciated, by her man and feeling wanted, then she ain't gonna be feeling the need to want to do nothing with him. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Some women postpartum some depression. Women. When they go through postpartum depression and they don't get the therapy and stuff, like I even told her, go to therapy afterward, man. You're not yourself right now. And they sit in that dog on phone and it becomes a part of who they are. And they and they think that the man is the problem. Well, really, most guys we don't change, man. We don't change. We got our doggone job that we that we do work out at nine to five or whatever the case may be. We come home, the exact same person, and you know. Yeah, but some people change after kids. I feel like kids can bring the best out of people. And it can bring the worst out of them too. Well, I'm gonna say this: so, these guys. Well, this one. I'm gonna speak on this one guy in particular. This one guy spends. Listen, when he's not freaking at work again, this is this is easily a high value man. He works out. I'm gonna say at least four to five times out of the week. Like I see him every day when I'm at my little part time job. I see him every single week, four to five times. Always doing stuff for his son because his son, I don't want to uh, say, I'm just going to say his son plays sports, spends more than enough time. Like this this dude, he's, a, he's an awesome guy, man. Awesome guy, for real. So I I, I got I got to speak up. I'm going to say the, the guys that I'm talking about, I actually know these guys per, on a personal level. These are some, these are some good guys, man, that I can actually vouch for. I mean, y'all know, I don't hang around squares and, you know what I'm saying, trash dudes most of the people well i'm gonna say i ain't gonna say most of the people everybody that i hang around that's in my circle all of them are good guys that i can vouch for women as well so what some do you say women, to those guys oh go ahead uh, some women once they have children their their whole focus becomes their children and i think sometimes they don't even realize that they have forgotten to focus on their man. You know, maybe they, you know, uh, they want to feel needed and those kids are the ones that provide that uh, provide that need more so than the man does. And sometimes they, they, they hope they'll put their, they'll start to put their child before their man. And so the reason their man has needs as well. Yeah, so the reason why I'm saying this is, again, these guys that I talk to, again, they're super easy to talk to. 
but these women don't even want to have a conversation with him. It's like they got so much hate in their heart from him, and the guys don't even understand. It's like, I don't want to, because it seems like we always point where we're trying to throw the dog on accountability all on a doggone man every time like always when are we going to put these women under the fire and hold them accountable well in in this particular scenario um maybe she does need to go to counseling and, and start looking back on herself and doing some self-reflecting because even after you have children whether you deal with postpartum or whatever the situation is, you lose part of yourself sometimes, depending upon whatever it is or what the situation is with those children and the needs. So if she's not willing to do the work, then it is going to make it more difficult. She's going to have to be open to wanting the counseling and actually going and taking it into consideration and putting in the work to change whatever those are um, so that she can um, communicate better. And so that she can do what she needs to, because most of the time um, when male or female, whenever they're acting the way that you're saying, like far as not wanting to talk, not wanting to do anything, it's a battle within themselves about something. So if they've done lost respect for their self, it's going to be harder for them to even come to be able to come to a common ground with someone else. So what would be your advice to those guys, like coming from the women? What advice would you give, you know, men that are in, a, in that type of situation? They have been married to a woman, you know, for X amount of years. They have together. Money is definitely not an issue. Like the whole now, what advice would you give those, those particular guys? I would say um, make sure that you're being open and communicating with your spouse. So if you see that there is a problem and you're saying she doesn't want to talk to you or whatever it is, um, just encourage, you know, hey, you know, maybe, you know, we need to take a different avenue, even maybe partner with her to say, hey, I will go to counseling with you if that is what you um, want for me to do. What is it that I can do to help make this thing work? Um, if it and just see what she says. And, you know, if, if she if it is that she needs more time or whatever, like away maybe from being with the children sometimes or whatever, like whatever needs to be implemented, just trying to be open and making sure that you're giving it 100%. Um, and even taking it to to the actual top level, um, if you are a believer in Christ, pray for your wife, pray with her and um, pray for her as well. And just continue to press in with the situation and speak life into the situation and not the negativity, just uh, continue to speak positive things and put them out in the atmosphere. Okay. I had watched a video of uh, Anton Daniels and mm -hmm. he was talking about his wife. Mm -hmm. he, uh, he was talking about why he called his wife his chick. Yeah. He said, uh, Cause he's still dating his wife. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No matter what status, you know, their relationship is, if they just boyfriend and girlfriend or married, mm -hmm. he's still dating her. Mm -hmm. So my advice to those men is is to date your woman. You know what I'm saying? Don't just look at her as just your wife. You see what I'm saying? Don't you know the most romantic thing you can do is to do what you did in the beginning to get her, you know, from the beginning. So mm -hmm. start all over. You know what I'm saying it worked out for you in the beginning, it's gonna work out for you again. I like that. 
You got it. That's, That's some good advice, bro. I respect that. Right. So go ahead, go ahead and date her again. You know, <laughs> you know, go ahead and do that role play. What's your name, cutie? Oh Lord. <laughs> My name Fonte. You know, bam. You like go. that. There you go. <laughs> and she gonna be like, "What you talking about? Stop playing, eat." And then you know she she'll come part up. She'll be become uh, you know a part of it. Yeah. And just just play along like that. You know, <laughs> always let her know that you know she is still valuable. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. one, you know, what what was that? Uh, Aisha Curry. Um, she she had that issue before. She uh wanted to feel love. Well, I'm I, I haven't checked her recent you know mental uh roller deck, but um before she was like you know i want to still feel like i'm sexy you know what i'm saying and i well, think wanted that from other women i mean other men though that's what i had other a men. yeah she well, wanted think, other men well i think you know because i you know so i didn't hear anything about her you know committing any uh crazy you know, you know no yeah yeah like that i think is you know he's he's a busy man he, he got all his practices and you know games overseas and stuff like that you gotta remember, however you got your woman is how you gonna keep your woman. So continue dating your woman. You know what I'm saying? No matter what stage in life you in, always date her. Treat her like she the hot new, she the hot chick, she the hottest chick you ever seen, or treat her like you just met her. You know what I'm saying? Be like, damn, you fine. Hey girl, what's your, what's your name is? Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know you look real sexy over there. You know what I'm saying? Throw little corny pickup lines at it. You know what I'm saying? Make her laugh. Make it still feel like, damn, you know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> I shook them shoulders on your ass. Hey. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta do that to her, man. Because that's if that's the way you got her, that's the way you're gonna keep her. Right. And if that is what got you the draws the first play, the first time, guess what? That's gonna keep giving you the draws. Got the draws, though. Exactly. So don't give up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Remember what you did in the process of getting those draws the first time. And that's how you're going to keep getting the draws year after year after year after year after year after year. No matter how many kids you have, keep it up. Keep doing the same thing you was doing. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, oh, let me buy some more flowers. Oh, maybe let me buy some jewelry. No, you know, you might get something that night because it's, it's probably her attention and went straight down to the coop. But guess what? You want to keep dating her. You want to keep doing the same shit you did from the beginning. If you can't, if you can't um, keep up with it, don't do it from the beginning. Don't do it from the jump. Stay consistent. All right. So, uh, Jojo, did you want you want to say something real quick, or I'll let you chime in? All right. So, uh, I'm gonna try to shorten this thing. I didn't realize it was we almost been in this thing for two hours. Uh, so, I'm gonna bring this thing to a close. I have a quick question uh, for the for the women. Do you cater to your man? This is actually a Kevin Samuels uh, question. Kind of wanted to <laughs> get into it real quick. All right. Do you cater to your man? Or whenever the last time you done had one, let's just say that. Uh, both of y'all on mute. Y'all, y'all normally be so quick to answer these uh, questions. What's I going do. On? Okay. I do. All, right. I to my man. all right, Bridget. Let me, let me see. Let me put my glasses on. 
Mm, put them on, take them off, whatever you need to do. I do. <laughs> All right, so question for the women. Uh, what did you do for his birthday and Christmas? Or, you know, whenever whenever you were, you know, or had a man or whatever. Ain't no. No. <laughs> <laughs> what you, you say, Chucko? Okay. Oh, oh. Wait a, wait a minute. <laughs> in the world? <laughs> so for birthdays, um yeah, the last the last birthday, yeah, what did you do? So um birthdays was more like might get him a little gift, um, like an outfit or something, some shoes. Take them out somewhere nice that they want to go, or either go on a trip. But I'm asking, what was the last? The last. I'm trying to. I want you to think back. Oh, you like the last one? Exactly. Why yeah, no yeah, yeah. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. <laughs> it ain't getting to the bottom of it. You do different stuff with different people, but the last, um, the last person. <laughs> the last person for their birthday. Um, let me see what I did. Oh, that's been a long time. Um. Uh, we went to the comedy show. Uh, we got something to eat, and I bought them some stuff because they like rode motorcycles and stuff. So it was some motorcycle equipment and stuff. Like motorcycle equipment, like what? Like what? Uh, well, there was specific helmet and stuff that they wanted. Okay, all right. Uh, JoJo. So, um. What should I really say? This was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but um, cook dinner, cook dinner, and uh, their favorite dinner with all their favorite food, and then give like a little uh, massage night um, and gave them a massage. Okay, all right, real quick. So, uh, Bridget. About how much money did you spend on this man for his birthday? It was over four hundred dollars. Okay, all right, uh, Jojo. About how much money did you spend on this man? Um, I probably about fifty, just getting the food. Okay, all right. So <laughs> let's get to the bottom of this real quick, Devontae. I want to ask you real quick. Uh, your girlfriend's last what birthday or Christmas? What did you, what did you do for? Well, her birthday uh, is coming up in November, so. Oh, I don't want I don't want to don't yeah don't don't give any what's So you want to speak when the last time or, or whatever? Yeah, don't. Wanna... We, I had, so when I met her, uh, I met her after her birthday. So. Okay, so this will have to be another another so situation then. We can go with. Uh, when the last time I did I, I do stuff for it all the time, but um I did something for it. Um what's that? Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh let me see. Butterflies took her out to eat. Um she was going through a stressful time with work and um, her family, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I bought her an oil diffuser, you know, because you got the different oils that kind of set the mood and it kind of mm-hmm. relieves the stress. Um, got her that, and uh, 
gave her a nice, you know, gave her a nice massage. Instead yeah. of sending her to a massage parlor, I got personal. I'm like, nah, I'm in the side. I'm I'm in the masseuse. I gave him one of those masseuse, one of those massages that you see on uh social media with a guy doing all like <laughs> naked with the towel and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, Bam. Uh, you just had my I took my shirt off. <laughs> she took her shirt off. And we just had a good time, man. And uh she uh oh I bought her some chocolates. I bought her Mm -hmm. um these chocolate covered uh strawberries Mm -hmm. and I I got them custom made from um a friend of mine's cousin. And she she did an awesome job, man. She put her uh she colored them her favorite her favorite color and everything, and it had the chocolate covered pretzels and all the good stuff. And it was just real, real, you know, real, real nice and decorative. Mm-hmm. And uh, she cooked breakfast for me um, okay. for that whole weekend and dinner. So true, true. Show for show. So the lady actually came on to Kevin Samuels' panel or whatever. She was an older lady. She she was dealing with a younger man, and he asked her the exact same question. And one of the things she was talking about was she cooked, she cleaned up the house, her house, and he was like, "Ma'am, you got kids. <laughs> they gotta eat too. So <laughs> you gonna go? You can go ahead and take this shit out of here." Mm-hmm. So, and then she said that I gave him a place to stay, like. So, so you consider him as a damn pet or something like that? I gave him some space to put his stuff and all this other stuff. But what he said was, where a woman spends her money, that's what she cares about. Do y'all agree? You said where she spends her money? Yeah, where where money, where, where spends her money, that's what she cares about. She spent, if she's spending money on hair, that's what she cares about. She spends money on clothes, that's what cares about she's spending money on shoes that's what she cares about do y'all do y'all agree um i think that's a priority thing i i know me personally i can't speak for everybody but i know me personally i'm not gonna spend money somewhere that i don't feel that i should invest or worth uh doing yeah that's what i said a woman a woman spends money on the things that she cares about oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> no, it, it, he wasn't saying that, but you got women, you got so many women that spend money on everything else except for the the things that she says she care about, like or the man that she said that she care about. And again, this woman made good money. She had her own place to hold nine or whatnot. But when it comes down to the guy that she said that she was with, she cared about. She didn't spend, you know what I'm saying? She didn't take the time or I think they went on a vacation. They went on a vacation, but he paid half. And Kevin was like, <laughs> so you didn't really spend money on him then for his birthday. Y'all, y'all went nuts. He paid for his own, he paid for his own vacation. But he basically went back to say, where a woman spends her money, that's what she cares about. I'm asking, do you guys agree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Would you say the same thing for a man? He spends his money with um where he cares what, what he cares about. Yeah. All right. So this this is gonna be the last question of the night. Does money matter in a relationship? Why or why not? Yes. It matters, and it matters because. Hold on, wait a minute. Before, um, you, before you break it down, Bridget, let let JoJo answer real quick. Oh, does, okay. does money matter in a relationship? Yeah. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bridget. Why does it matter? It matters because um, you guys are going to have to, you know, take care of, you know, whatever bills that there are. Um, if there's children involved, you know, you have to invest in your children for college and things of that nature. Um, you have to make sure you're able to put food on the table on a regular basis um, and provide for the needs and different things that are there. Um, you can't do that if you don't have the finances coming in in order to do so. So it's important that both are able to contribute to the situation or I mean, you have some men that want to do everything. So if that is the case, then most of the time uh, the women can utilize their money for like the extracurricular stuff. Um, so it really just depends on how they choose to work their finances out. But um, I think that's important that both are able to contribute because when children and stuff are involved, it's a lot more um, expenses to take into consideration. Facts, facts, facts. All right, Joe Gordon, y'all go next. Whoever. Ladies first. <laughs> so, <laughs> money is important. Um, just like Bridget says, it, it's it's more how you manage it, um, and how you let it define uh, who you are as a person. If you let it define who you are. Is a person depending on how much you have. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> so, so I think it's very important. I think it's very important that you allow uh, that you have those uncomfortable conversations with um, your partner in the beginning about how you want to manage your money because if you guys are not on the same page, then I'll just mute I'll mute his joy. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all that are listening, I had to mute Joe because she tripped. <laughs> <laughs> like she inhaled some you <laughs> <laughs> tool to get you to access to everything you need in life. Um, places, you know, roof over your head, um, food on the table, um, 
comfortable way of living. And if you don't take that money serious, then you don't scare row. Right, money can get you butt too, man. You ain't got no money if a guy die. It's gonna be a little bit hard to get in them panties, man. For real. Women are high pergamon, so <laughs> hey, player, you already know what it is, man. You ain't putting no money in that bank. You can't withdraw nothing, brother. Come on, man. Exactly. <laughs> can't even eat. For real. All right. Anybody got anything else that they want to uh say before we get up out of here? Y'all, great job this morning with the workout. That workout was it was it was great. Give yourself some credit now, Jojo. You hung on, you hung on in there, Jojo. Love, sweat, and tears. Give yourself some credit. You hung on in there. And Desiree, y'all, Kiki, y'all hung on in there. I was with y'all for the part that I could see. Huh? We didn't do it as a team. If I had went by myself, I'd quit. So doing it as a team, supporting each other, it definitely made the difference. Give yourself some credit now. Heck yeah, that was that was a lot, man. Getting up uh, super early in the morning, uh, going down to Rock Hill, and man, really putting it, putting it all on the line, man. That thing wasn't no joke. That them women was in there getting it, dog, for real. I started to throw that ball at her. <laughs> she speed the thing. Come on, man. Good. Creep. Boy, I feel like I've been on this bag too long, man. She was definitely high on that caffeine, bro. Heck yeah. But yeah, man, being able to see everybody, because, you know, I put my body on autopilot sometime, man. And I was just watching and observing everybody that was getting it in. Devontae, way in freaking Cleveland, man, in his house, getting it in early in the morning. Rolled out of his bed when he didn't have to. Bridget getting up. JoJo getting up. Desiree getting up. Getting after it, man, at freaking 4.30 in the morning. Y'all could have been anywhere else, man. But yes. y'all y'all went out there and y'all did y'all doggone thing. I did a little something, something, too. You know what I'm saying? We ain't going to make this about me, though. We ain't going to make this about <laughs> Yes, let's not. It was a group effort. Group effort. There's no iron team. Thank you very much. Let me tell you something, but I, I had a great time, though, man. I had a great time, and uh, shout out to Rock Box Fitness for inviting us out here, man. Y'all, this was huge, man. We haven't been running this podcast for more than, what, like five months? Five months in. And we already got people hitting us up, man. So we definitely we, we got to be doing something right, man. We're going we gonna to keep it going. We're going to keep it pushing. Does anybody have anything else that they want to include? Just take the knowledge that you guys gain from our podcast and try to implement um, those tools and nuggets in your life um, and figure out what works for you. But definitely continue to pursue being the best person that you can be and continue to um, fight for what you believe in and uh, learn who you are and your purpose before going out here, trying to build networks and relationships. If you have not gotten you yourself to where you need to be. Also, if you uh, have any extra knowledge or nuggets that you want to throw at us and put on the podcast, go ahead and uh, follow, like, share, uh, and um, 
stay tuned to next week and comment on the uh on the page. Hey, and real quick for uh for Desiree, Desiree was not able to make it uh today. She had some things that she had to take care of, but shout out to Desiree because she did still she was watching and she chimed in with a few different comments. I want to give a huge shout out to everybody that dropped a comment uh down below. Uh Desiree, Deja, and everybody that is currently watching right now. We still got people that's that's currently watching right now. So that is dope, man. That is freaking dope. Does anybody have anything else that they want to include? I would just like to say that I appreciate all you guys. Much love, man. It's always love over here. Love oh, all, man. oh, man, y'all got me up my feelings right now. Oh, Lord, Jesus. <laughs> y'all make sure y'all get these two and a half to three miles in while y'all over here. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. One, one more thing to plug in, guys. Oh, so we have started our challenge. It is called the 72-mile challenge, all right? You got to do 72 miles in one month. And we're doing two and a half miles each day to get to that goal. All right. We're trying to reach that goal of 72 miles. You guys are more than welcome to join along with us. Does anybody know what the name of our group is offhand? I don't, I don't know. Hold on one second. I'm going to uh, pull it back up. Now I'll tell you. Okay. So while uh, Rob Bridget is, is uh, looking that up, again, 72 miles, two and a half miles each day that's not monday through friday they ain't just monday through thursday monday wednesday no that's seven days a week all right this four is just 30 days guys. that's it and keep in mind if you if you forget a day just do five miles that next day to get yourself caught up man we understand that people are busy that thing sound bad don't it good grief we're from two and a half to five i damn <laughs> uh bridget you're on mute you gotta unmute yourself. Hold on, I'm having some technical difficulties here. I want to say, what was it, miles to millions or something? That sounds that sounds like it is miles. To I'm millions. trying to get it up, but for some reason, my um my phone's not acting right. Yeah, I don't, man. I definitely don't doggone forgot about that mud or what the name of it is. Hold on, let's see. Okay, hold on. Let me pull it. It's coming up. Yeah, it's miles to millions. Miles to millions. That's us, man. Miles to millions. Two mile challenge for leukemia and lymphoma. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about, man. We want to support them. All right. And you guys, there are a few different ways that you can track your progress. Uh, I don't know if they have an app or something like that. But uh, I'll make sure I try to provide a link in the description uh, for this video so you guys will be able to check out different apps that will help track your miles each day for this whole entire thing. So you can get credit. All right. Screenshot that thing. You got an iPhone, though. If you got an iPhone. It actually it actually does that in a little, a little fit. Now. All right. All right. Anything else before we get out of here, guys? Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Hey, cause you definitely gonna need that because these miles about to kick our ass. Let's go. Hydrate, <laughs> hydrate and stretch, please. Hydrate and stretch. All right, man. So that's it for tonight. We about to end. It's almost 12 o'clock. 
Y'all been up. Some of y'all been up since doggone four or three. So y'all, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so y'all get y'all some rest, man. Again, we appreciate everybody that has tuned in that's still watching right now. Like, we still got, let's say, five watching. Yeah, we really do appreciate y'all, man. We appreciate all of the support and the love that you guys give. We're going to keep this thing going, man. I promise you. Anyway, that's going to be it for tonight, man. Y'all be beautiful, be blessed, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace. Peace.